When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. My talkers, it is a hump, hump, hump day and a beautiful one at that. This is the weather we put up all the swassy days for, right? 67 and sunny. Perfect outside, you guys. Beautiful. So. I thought it felt chilly. Oh, a little chilly, huh? Oh, yeah. I love it. I played all this morning for the first time since I, this chilly. year, mm. I picked up my yellow dot for my name tag. Oh, so fun. It was freezing. Yeah. It was freezing, but the minute you got into it, it warmed up. But it's beau. It really is a pretty. We are having beautiful sunshine, sun, sunshiny days here. All right. So I have to give a shout out because the last day of this institution is Sunday the 24th. I think it's Sunday is the 24th. If I'm doing my math yes. correctly. Yes. So this is an institution. It's nope, been the 25th. A, no, the my Saturday's apologies. the 24th. Okay, yeah, 25th. so 24th, uh, Saturday. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I'm giving this a, a shout out today, but um, uh, this has been on Lake Street um, for 115 years and Whoa. the last day for Shotsline shot Saddle Shop is Saturday. Oh. So this is, Joy and I featured them once when we, we used did. to do these segments for Care 11. But if you need a Stetson hat or amazing cowboy boots or belt buckles or anything, it's closing shop. It's third generation. The family, it's they such- want to retire. They, yeah. There's no one in the family to take it over. No one to buy it. Uh, even though people are still buying their bolo ties and hats and everything else, they've got things are you know on sale. So. But they've had uh, supply chain issues, and but basically it's a retirement thing. So um, it's such a great. It's shop. such a Remember great. Remember how much store. fun? It reminds me of the one on the way to the cabin in Montana. My sisters. Oh yes, but it's not nearly. You know, this one is so much bigger. Yeah, it really and is. Cowboy I, boots are so in again, people. Yes, they you are. need to get a real pair. There's a difference, and to be and to ha- get a good fit. Yes. You know, and yeah. they sell ropers and yep. uh, I forget what that it's Luches. I have no Cowboy idea. Boots, but uh, name brand. Yes. So anyway, they are on Lake Street and um, uh, the last day is Saturday at five. So if you are, you know, Western wear lover, own a horse in need of a saddle, might I Absolutely. <laughs> um, but anyway, that, that that's kind of too bad. Uh, yeah. we, we missed a great concert last night. The Killers. Yes. Here's the headline from the Star Tribune. The Killers show off their bright side in jubilant St. Paul concert. And there were 10,500 people. So um, 
good amount of people. And the Smiths guitarist Johnny Marr did a solo thing and played some Smith song. Really, people were very happy about it and just fun. I got several texts from people, friends of mine. Are you here? Where are you? This show is amazing. And I'm just like, uh, I'm a loser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so people had a lot of fun at that show at the Excel. And then the London Fashion Week has kicked off. It was delayed a week because yes. uh, Queen Elizabeth. But thank you. Designers included plenty of nods to Queen Elizabeth, and uh, during the Fashion Week shows, there were special modifications that were done for Queen Elizabeth. Like one guy sent a guy down the runway in a t-shirt that just said, Your Royal Majesty the Queen, her date of birth. Thank you. That was one. We posted this. Um, Some people also, you know, doing sort of... um, what they would consider royal capes and hood looks. The and capes are the rage, Laura. The, yeah, capes, the capes are the We've look. We've got to get us a cape. we got to get a what? cape. And one time, Queen Elizabeth sat next to Anna Wintour oh. at a fashion show, supposedly, unless this picture is doctored. I see that. Yeah, yeah I believe it. <laughs> so I didn't ever like know she went to a fashion show. Either. I'm raising one eyebrow with the no help for my Botox, but yes, I am <laughs> trying to raise one thing, bro. <laughs> Um, anyway, so that's all, that's all posted for you if you want to see what the designers, Grant, sometimes Julia and I have trouble lifting an eyebrow no, around here. No, I just, the way you described it really makes me laugh. Yeah, I love yeah, it. yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, and it's hump day. It Not is. Not a moment too soon because I can't wait for our movie making adventures to begin. 10 days. Oh. 10 days and it'll be over. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is, you know, so with Project Down and Dirty, obviously everyone's been talking about Mm -hmm. it. It starts next um, week for us, and um, we have to, we're charged making a short film. We already, we have no talent, us three, really, (laughs) like for this project. Yeah, we're just not our wheelhouse. No, but we're naturally funny, so somehow that we hope shines through. It will work. Oh, it's stressful, though. It is. And then the fundraising. My mom asked me in all seriousness, she goes, why? Why are you? Why are the your bosses so mean to you guys? <laughs> for charity. Did no, you but tell her she that? she said I know it's for charity. She said, but it's so close to the fair. Yeah, well, it was timing of where yeah. we're doing it and everything, and it it will be. I said thanks for noticing. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for noticing because yes, we are all stressed it's out. Interesting and, the different conversations we have with our moms. Well, my mom doesn't have aphasia, so she's able <laughs> had to. Had a completely different one today. <laughs> yeah. I had a completely yeah. different conversation we, with you, mine today. You know, you're, I, I I know you know when when there's aphasia, it's harder for nuance. Conversation. We would have never have had that conversation. Right, I know right. it. It's kind of funny because I was talking to her on the way to work. That does not come up. Mm-mm. My mom doesn't have a face. I know. Definitely a different conversation. Sometimes she's deliberately hard of hearing. <laughs> yes. yes. Selective. Okay. That's called selective. selective hearing. hearing. She does have that. But otherwise, uh, you know, all the marbles are locked and loaded for my mom. So she was able to, you know, and I'm like, Mom, it's not like you to be, you know, like this way about work. She said, Well, I just. It feels like that just seems like a hard assignment. And I said, oh, believe me, all the shows are realizing we will never take for granted any anything that we ever watch on on the yes. big or small screen yes. ever again after yep. this experience. Yep, yep. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. It's Thank you so much, Grant. Well, 
The delicious scandal called uh, Worry Darling for the movie Don't Worry Darling. <laughs> um, it continues because I was kind of excited and I think you were too. I, I know we both DVR Kimmel mm-hmm. every day. And Chris Pine was going to appear on Jimmy Kimmel to promote Don't Worry Darling. Right. And we know that he canceled at the last minute because Jimmy Kimmel's guest, guest Kathy Griffin, let us know, which I love. <laughs> That's yeah. great. She said to him, she said, let's not BS the audience. I'm here as usual because a more famous person fell out. But get this, <laughs> it was Chris Pine who Harry Styles spit on. So he doesn't want to be here and get this one, giving him the questions. The reason you called me is, you know, I've been spit on my whole career. I love her. And Harry once asked me to, you know, once spit on me, but I asked him to. So she was love her. very funny, but it her voice, you know, is very um, pip, squeak. Something happened to it when she went through her cancer treatment. For her mm-hmm. lung. For her lung, yeah. Yes, it's, and it's it hasn't come back. It hasn't come back. And so, but she was, you know, she was funny, but it is kind of like, it's like, it's, it's a little, I don't know how she'll ever be able to go out and do stand-up. It's that. Really? Because I missed it last night, yeah. so it's that jarring, Lori. Oh, I feel so bad for her. Yes, and so Chris Pine, I wonder how Warner Brothers feels about all of this. He can't. They can't be happy that he's ducking the promotion. And here's what Roger Friedman writes, who okay. saw the movie yes. in New York, and he liked it. He said, Chris Pine really hates Don't Worry Darling. He was supposed to be the first guest on Kimmel mm-hmm. last night to promote Don't Worry Darling, but out came the insanely funny Kathy Griffin. She uh, also, um, uh, you know, had some other funny things, uh, Monica Lewinsky, this, that, and the other thing. But then he goes on to say that um, um, Chris Pine, you know, he did that, and we played it yesterday, The uh, the just the video where he and Florence Pugh kind of went back and forth and introduced the movie before the New York audience watched it. Yes. And, um, and then um, he goes on to write, but clearly Chris wants nothing to do with this movie. We don't know if it's because of Wilde and Styles' alleged affair or the attention Harry Styles is getting, it makes no sense. Chris Pine plays the heavy in the movie, does a great job, and he should be enjoying this ride, but right. he's not what? participating. And so I bring you back to something uh, that happened at the Venice Film Festival, and somebody, you know, just captured it, and it's where they do the panel after the film has yep. shown, and they're yep. all sitting at the table, and of course, Olivia Wilde far apart from Harry, but Harry is next to Chris Pine. Yes. And Chris Pine is just, you know, and he's got this long hair. and he's, I think he's so He's stunning. the best Chris. He is the best looking Chris. Yeah, he's the best Hollywood Chris. He matches Hemsworth a little bit. Oh, no, oh, he's a notch he's above Chris. Oh, he's he's a body on Hemsworth. No, no, not for movies, for everything. Okay. He's okay. The, in Julian I's opinion, he's I love the it. number not one. For us. I love it. I love it. Uh, if you want Hemsworth to be your number one, you, you can go right him. ahead and no, claim him. I, I think we can do both. Okay. <laughs> so Chris Pine is staring blankly. And when I say blank, it looked like he might have blinked once during the 18 seconds that <laughs> Harry Styles is explaining how Something. The, the movie about the movie. Something. Don't worry, darling. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> you know, my favorite thing about 
the movie is like it feels like a like a movie. <laughs> it feels like a real like you know go to the theater film movie that you know you, you kind of the reason why you go to watch something on the big screen. I, I think. One, okay. You were right, one blank okay. the you, whole time. You have to keep that. My favorite thing about the movie is it feels it's like, like a, a movie. movie. Grant, you need to isolate that and keep, keep that, that for us. I mean, seriously, he must have just glossed over. Well, first of all, everyone said he was in like a, a comatose state the whole time. Yeah, Chris he was, Pine. Yeah, Chris Pine. He was Because he's obviously not wanting to be no, there. He's but a, can you imagine sitting yeah. next to someone mm-hmm. who he's says... Just, that yeah it's like it was like me listening to kim kardashian yesterday with her credit card balenciaga earrings uh, explained to somebody on one of the morning shows about her bra idea and she used the word different like and like like 18 she does like all the time no but and yeah. different like like i wanted to have different bras for like different shaped women and different bra sizes for different weighted women and I mean, it was just like right. you're just like what? it almost sounds like and the reason like why mm-hmm. like america is because it's america and i want to be miss america and it's america i mean it's 50 states it's america now i'm thinking harry did spit in chris pine's lap because he is i just don't understand uh but i love that video i'm glad here's I here's what i think's it. going on though hmm. here's what i think's going on is harry is overcompensating because he knows Florence Pugh's out. He knows Chris Pine's out and not interested. And his girlfriend is the director, and he wants this to be successful for her. But that's not helping. Well, of course not. But just play it again. That was so good. And I'm I'm posting it currently to our website, too. So so people can see Yeah, so people can see his face. funny. Here we go. (laughs) You know, my favorite thing about the movie is, like, it feels like a a movie. (laughs) It feels like a real, like... You know, go to the theater film movie that, you know, you you kind of, the reason why you go to watch something on the big screen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Chris Pine just staring dead straight Can you imagine if you sat next to someone and they're doing that Mm -hmm. and you just sit there And, you know, Florence, uh, you know, Miss Flo, as Olivia Wilde called her, which, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, seems friendly. But also condescending. Condescending is how it comes across. It does. But they worked together before and they really liked working together. Something. Not so much anymore. That was a disaster. And Olivia fired Shia LaBeouf for Florence Pugh. Just saying. She did fire him and then you have that regret. Yeah, I know, but she's saying that she let him go. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Because she wanted to protect Florence Pugh, but really what she says is his process didn't work. And I'm going to Hollywood speak that based on the trailer and the oral sex that was happening at a kitchen table. Shia LaBeouf <laughs> wanted to practice that over and over <laughs> and over because he's method. And she wasn't having that. She felt uncomfortable. Mm. Mm-hmm. That'd be an awkward moment for sure. Wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so that is that. And then the other thing that just made me just laugh out loud is that Brad Pitt is getting into the skincare business. I know he is. But the name of his creams, first of all, it's called, he's calling it, a, he did an interview with British Vogue and mm-hmm. he's calling it a genderless skincare line. The serum is $385. The cream is 320 And the cleaning is 80 and it's all made out of grapes. And I just, the irony, because a wrinkled grape is a raisin, and nobody wants a complexion like a raisin. I'm so confused. But it's, it's posted. It's posted. It's a lot of money. These, it's a lot of money. The serum, products. the cream, and the cleaner. Yeah, it's a lot of money yeah. to have. Good luck with your genderless yeah. skincare stuff, Brad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I did get that video up there of Chris oh, Pine. Okay, it, you got to yeah. check it out, it's, you guys. He just everything. looks like, what am I it's everything. doing it's, right yeah. now? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's take a look at your mic. Thank you, Grant. That yes. was something Donnie Love would always play every September 21st, this song. and I love this song. Yeah, well, you know, references September, great song. Well, the very messy, the very overly long, and the very so Maury Povich. It was so messy. It, Bachelorette finale. It was a six-hour finale if you count last week. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> okay. But it even count the week before, so it's like nine, nine hours. Nine because hours. Because it was supposed to end three weeks ago. Oh, yeah, I hated yeah, oh, it. Oh, yeah. It, 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 I mean, headlines are saying it delivered its promise for the most dramatic season ever, uh, season finale ever. I say it's definitely the longest and the messiest finale ever. Shame. Shame. And in no surprise, Rachel, the one who was crying all the way through, who was the, you know, clearly the, it's like those producers, they really do, it's a tie between the devil and Chris Jenner and the Bachelorette producers or the Bachelor producers who works harder. But they, Gabby, the baby-voiced ghost whisperer. Who's on Dancing with the Stars. That's right. And Rachel, um, you know, look wise they were not on the same level gabby the go- the baby voice ghost whisperer was willowy and thin and, and tall tall and you know very very pretty and rachel was the other one just you know more she was sporty sportier she was sporty spice, sporty spice okay? and a pilot yes yes so but you have two very different so okay fine but anyway poor rachel was always in the position of all the guys panting over the other girl. And all women know what this is like because maybe you had a friend who was the one, but I always I always grabbed on to the really good looking friends because I'm like, I'll take the leftovers. There you go. They'll bring in, <laughs> they'll bring in, you know, I mean, it's all in yeah. the perspective. But anyway, 
Try going out with her redheaded girlfriend for years and years. Oh, uh, that the, is like, you know, the holy grail for uh, men. That's true. Um, the opposite for the males, though. Yeah. It doesn't work as well with men as it does for women, the redhead part. <laughs> yeah, but for some reason, the fire bush is, oh, you know. Oh, bush. Anyway, um, so Rachel, of course, had didn't have a happy ending. She finds out from her guy, Tino, who, you know, she really, really got to know for like two weeks. Um, and he asked her to marry him. And, um, you know, they were engaged for like four days. And then he came to her at her house or whatever, wherever she was staying with the cameras rolling and confessed that he kissed another girl. Already? Well, like, yeah. Well, since, and this is just four days after the, the Mexico trip. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, you know, his parents did not believe in this at all. They were just like, why do you like her son? She goes, well, I like everything he stands for. Well, what does he stand for? And she couldn't, because they didn't know no, each know. other. No, I know. So they didn't give the blessing. Tino, I actually thought those two were... Oh, he looks smarmy. He 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 never... He, he Even Kelly Ripa said, I could have told you this guy. He's got the look of the smarm on him. Okay. Okay, so... And then he brings out a notebook, and he's, like, really gaslighting her. So now she knows, and we know, he didn't kiss her. He Adam Levine her, and he's trying to say he just kissed her. Okay, did they, and they had a reunion these two last night, so, so he had to come back, and then they, we re, re, rehashed all this. On rehash the, all of this. Her parents are there. Like I said, it's Maury Povich. It really was Maury Povich. Povich. And then at the end, her second place guy, Sven or Yen or whatever the hell his name was, he comes and stands behind Jesse Palmer, and Jesse goes, Rachel, would you like to go out with him? Oh. Yes. I hope she said no. She said yes. No. And they left the stage together, but they took off their mics. And she told, because it was interesting, Gabby and Rachel were doing all the shows today, the two of them. Yes. And um, she told Kelly they went outside, but they took off their mics. And Kelly said, well, I hope you go out with him. I could have told you that Tino was going to be no good. And what did she say? What did Rachel say? She She actually looked happier. That the whole thing's almost over. Right. They've the been humiliated. Done, She's been humiliated since, the whole way through. But even the last bachelor, they were humiliated because yeah. the last bachelor slept with both of them. Yes. And told both these women he was in love with them. Yes. So they both had humiliation. Right. right. They've had humiliation for a year. Okay. So it was so, so messy. Then Gabby, our little baby voice ghost whisperer, who, uh, uh, Eric, <laughs> we, really, um, we really like each other. Oh, the way she talks. I mean, it it is like a ghost whisperer and a baby voice. It's a baby. But Eric is her guy, and he proposed to her red flags all around. He didn't want to propose, first of all. No, he didn't. He kept saying, can we just date? Yeah, because they'd only been dating like two weeks, and she had a very pretty dress on. Anyway, now we find out, now that this is all aired, Eric's ex-girlfriend that he was dating right up until the time he joined The Bachelor leaked these messages um about uh you know basically he tells her that he's going to go on the bachelor he said i know this isn't ideal i wanted to do this to see if there's something else i could do with my life but i really like you amanda i didn't think it would be a big deal but i understand if you don't want to see me anymore right oh he texted her this right after he started being yeah oh and she said, you just expect me to continue dating you while you go on a reality show to find love? And Eric texts back, 
Well, it isn't real, but you're right. I am sorry. I really didn't think this all through. Jeez. Okay. So this is Gabby's guy. Put it in writing. How dumb are these people? Eric then apologized to his girlfriend, Amanda, by saying he didn't realize the implications of his decision. And again, she's printed all this and wasn't trying to hurt her. He said, and he's a real estate agent right now. He said he made the decision because he needs to figure out who he is. Mm. And he needed a change. Because he was feeling stuck in his career path. And then two weeks later, he sent her a bouquet of roses before leaving for the show in hopes it would make Amanda smile. (laughs) And so she cut off all contact with him. And then he reached out to her after the show stopped filming and said how sorry he was before revealing he still thinks about her all the time. Mm. And Kaylor, Amanda, was not impressed, and she said, uh, I just want to shine a light on what is on his true feeling after the final rose, because this is what I got to him after right. they filmed the proposal right. and everything. So, and then also, uh, uh, he, his yearbook from college, I think, came said up. he wants to be popular. No, no, he's <laughs> he's he's uh, in blackface. Oh. So Gabby oh, was I asked about photo, this yeah. Yeah. today. Oh, how, oh how was he dressed as Jimi Hendrix or something? Yes, yeah. I think so. And she was asked about this, and she said, "I'm I'm shocked. I have to process my thoughts and then think about how we can grow as a couple and learn from." Are this. they still together? Oh, come That's on. what they're saying, but there's no way she's going to end up with this Eric guy. I'll sh- One of her friends will just say to her, let's look at these verified texts yeah. and the dates and the timestamps. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Lori. And the fact that he was so slow. So no one's getting a fairy tale happy ending, and we're getting a new, we're getting a cast off from the lady season, Zach Shell Cross. And he seems cute and nice and stuff. I'm just glad that we're finally getting Bachelor in Paradise to make me forget <laughs> to wipe the stain of this season out of my mind. It's really been a bad one. It's really been one. It's been a real turnoff for people. Yes, it has. So anyway, he he uh He's the guy who hit a bump with Rachel Fantasy Sweet Week. Basically, he didn't want to go in the suite with her. He he didn't. And make out. And that's yet another... A humiliation. She was Rachel. so humiliated. I, I mean, she probably has to go to therapy. I would be... I'm, I would I'm telling you. She I will. I, whoa. That it would was be, brutal. It made it me think... It was brutal think, on her self-esteem. It made me think of Unreal, though, because I thought these producers are working overtime to make it this messy mm-hmm. this humiliating and we know so from that show unreal which is a great show if people want to watch it it's so good it's made by people who worked on the bachelor and they it's like a fictionalized thing of the of kind of a bachelor type of show and it is so juicy and constance whatever her name is from boston oh, yeah. legal is the main so executive producer so anyway it was really lifted uh the shades on like we had no idea how much is I feel like her name was Amy a Kaufman. producer works uh one on one no Amy Kaufman's the LA Times oh. writer who wrote the bachelor the bachelor book, book. okay um, thank you but uh it feels like you know they each have a producer and they're like doing um you know the devil on your shoulder and the angel yes. on your shoulder they do double whispering to people yeah 
to create a lot of this. This controversy. I don't know. And talk people into stuff and, oh, I'll help you set this up or, Mm -hmm. you know, or I don't think you should, you know, you know, they're really doing that good guy, bad guy. Yeah, they really are. So anyway, it's finally over. And I don't know when the uh, Bachelor in Paradise happens, but I hope it happens soon. You know what's going to happen soon? Mm-hmm. Later in our show, we're giving away a pair, four four pairs of tickets. No, to the same it's person. A four pack. It's a four. Well, I was you didn't let me finish. The, four pairs of tickets is to the same person. Tickets, right, or something like oh, that. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah. It's we're giving away two hundred fifty nine thousand right. tickets to one caller. Yeah, to bring right. all of your best friends. Do not tease <laughs> about that. That is very bad. It is not good. It, it looks like Bachelor in Paradise premieres September twenty seventh. Coming okay, up, that's here. Monday. Yeah. Now they got to give us a couple weeks. Yeah, it says on ABC and available on Hulu. This is as of September 12th. The new Bachelor in Paradise is Monday. Because they filmed it. I feel like one of these, a bunch of these guys that we just saw are on it too. Tuesday. Yeah, Julia, they they can't even give us one week to recover from this mess that we just (laughs) untangled ourselves from from nine hour finale. That was unbelievable. Get the DVR and add some streaming stress to it. Wait for (laughs) Lori likes that one. I like Grantas too. Yeah, that one's better. I like that one. It's just raw out. The horniness. And you it know? feels like everyone who goes on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette now just want to be insta-famous. It's all about followers. It's getting paid for yeah. their posts. Yes, that yeah. is exactly it. And maybe you can quit your job. So I would do it. To, I'd consider it too. You could quit your job. Right. But, you, it, but you could look like a fool. Too. Oh, you could quit your job oh, yeah. and make a lot of money. You know, maybe start making a hundred grand a month. Yeah, but those looks and those attitudes only last so long. That's why you make, make the it money. while you can. Yeah. Make it while you can. All right, listen. We come back. We're gonna talk a little bit more TV. You guys watched a show that I think you told us about yesterday, yeah. Julia. Uh, we're gonna talk about reboot when we come back. Thanks, Grant. Okay, so we, Grant and I both, we talked about this new show yesterday. It's called Reboot. And it's by Stephen Levitan, who did Levitan. Levitan. I gotta. I can't. I can't. I gotta okay. have you pronounce it right. <laughs> Levitan. Levitan. Yeah. He um he did Modern Family mm-hmm. most recently, and it's a, it's a sh- pretty good track record. Yeah. Yes. It's a it's a show about a show that is being brought brought back, and um absolutely so fun. Judy Greer's in it, and Love if you. Her. She was in 13 going on 30. She's been in. You'll recognize you'll her. Recognize so many her. Things. She's so good. And then Johnny Knoxville, I thought was so good. <laughs> tell, tell, you gave a better description, Grant. What do you describe it as? If you guys watched 30 Rock back in the day, it gives you that feel of like what goes on behind the scenes inside your studio or, you know, the making of a show in mm-hmm. particular for this one, a reboot of an old sitcom. But when they reboot it, they want to make it of a twist and make it more of a darker sitcom. But the whole point of it is, is I compare it to 30 Rock meets Curb Your Enthusiasm mm. because there's a lot of awkward, very funny moments of, like I said, the shenanigans that happens yeah. behind the scenes and, and in the writer's room and whatnot. How do, have we ever seen Johnny Knoxville do something outside of the wheelhouse of... I mean, he's done some comedy movies, like, you know, with like old, that grandpa movie. Because I I saw him on a talk show the other night and he was just, he was very charming. He is, I think, one of the best parts about the show. He really, he has (laughs) his interaction with the kids. Doesn't he kind of look like he strangely resembles Timothy Oliphant with gray hair and glasses? Yes, he does. Because he's got a nice thick head of silvery hair. And oh, a yeah. really nice, he's really good looking. Yes. I, I think so. And then, and so it's like 10 years later, everyone comes back and the little kid, you know, <laughs> now is, is a grown up yeah. and he is just 
amazingly annoying. Yes. And, and Rachel Bloom. And Rachel Bloom is the daughter of Paul, the guy, Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser's who, It was originally his show, show and then okay. his daughter comes back yeah, to help I, reboot Casey it. Casey and I gotta watch this. It's, I know we'll like it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Just to give you a little layout of how Paul Reiser... So Paul Reiser and his daughter have a very unique relationship because the sitcom itself that, that was About on, the two of them? It was about the, it. Well, it was about his life outside of her life, mm. the, the the life he had away from her. So they have this very unique dynamic while they're working together on this reboot. And for example, they're in the writers' room, and Rachel has all of her, you know, writers. New age, at, new age. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel age writers that are you know of all you know um descent you know they're, they're a little bit more in tune with Woo-woo. yeah with what yeah. we've got going on now and then paul reiser brings in a whole bunch of old jewish guys yeah and, that, and girls yeah. who are just like classic punchline punchline stick yeah and just watching them battle out how to approach this show all it's right, really watch funny. It. don't it's tell really us funny. anymore i feel it's, like you're telling okay. us too much no now. it's reboot they dropped three episodes it's on hulu okay. and they've got yeah the three are Perfect. It was so fun. Yeah. I'm really kind of excited about it because it's it's different. Yeah. Are we going to get like a one episode a week with this one? Do you know, Julia? I have no idea. I think that's how Hulu does it, yeah, one think, a week. I think they do one drop it one a week, yeah. They draw you in mm-hmm. like Apple did this with all their shows. They, they drop always two or do three. They, they drop HBO. three. Yep. Yeah. And then that's it. And yep. then you got to do the once a week. It is once a week, yes. Yeah. It's once a week after that. So And, we've, and we have eight total episodes, so. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm going to think, I think on that show I'm going to wait that that sounds like a binger. It, it is, is a binger. A binger. I think it's a binger because yep. it seems like it would be like, I've got to watch it again. I feel that way about Curb Your Enthusiasm. You can just one after the other. Best way binger. to do it. The show that's coming back tonight that's saving ABC, and I hope everybody's getting a good pay raise after they uh, all the Emmys that they won, but... Um, Abbott Elementary is back on ABC. So uh, even if you've not watched season one, you could just jump on board the bandwagon. And because it's about an elementary school and it's the sophomore season. And it's about the group of teachers and the principals and Quinta Brunson, who created it, is in it. It is a show that you can watch with your uh, family. And it is... um, we're going to go now out, see more of their lives outside the school. Because last year it was really in school and... Mm -hmm. My friend described it as modern family in the classroom. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, the writing <laughs> is really sharp. And then Big Sky. Now that Heck show yeah. has moved all over. It's been on almost every night. <laughs> it really it has. has. It's been on Sunday. It's been on Monday. It's but been on still Thursday. they're committed to it. They are. And it's CJ Box. It's it's her or his series. Um I always thought CJ was a woman, but when we were talking to William Kent Kruger and I referred to CJ, he said him. Oh. But it's based on CJ Box's series of books. So mm-hmm. each season of Big Sky is like a different mystery, but Reba McIntyre joins the cast. I know. So you might want to just tune in to that for, and they're both on ABC and then they'll be on Hulu the next day if you don't, mm-hmm. you know, have it. But And it's set, it's supposedly set in Bozeman, Montana, where yes. our family lives. And so about, I don't know, three or four years ago, it was before COVID, 
Um, my sister owns a tile shop out there, and um, she says, "Oh gosh, I had this country southern bell lady come in, and just complimenting me and telling me how great my tile was, how great the furnishings were, because she's next to a furniture store. She had all these people, and I'm just like, oh, you're so cute, you're so lovely. Who are you?' My little sister's saying, "You're just darling. What can I have you? Oh, everything in here, so darling." No idea that it's Reba McIntyre. Right, right. My sister has, she really does have a, a no. She has Oklahoma a huge, dream. and my sister's more Oklahoma. You're doing more Southern, whatever. but yeah, yeah. I don't Stick. know an Oklahoma one. I yeah. can't even it's do Reba. A Minnesota, but it was a. And Catherine's like, oh my gosh! Finally, you know, after they left on the way out, I'm like, who is that? Yeah, and that, like, Reba McIntyre. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it, like it, she was in there like 20 minutes, and Catherine had no yeah. idea. It was yeah. very funny. <laughs> well, it's probably kind of refreshing for yes. Reba. That's it. You know. Because my sister has no clue who anybody right. is. And Reba was on um, with Seth Meyers last night. Uh-huh. And she, she looked so cute. And he was genuinely fan fanboying out over her. But she did tell a cute story the first time she went to the Grand Old Opry. Uh, she got to sing two songs. And um, when they first pulled into the lot, they said, we don't have any Reba on our schedule. They left. She called her agent. And she was with her mom and dad. And mm-hmm. they went back. Okay, pull in here, and then she gets backstage, and they're like, oh, we're going to take away one of your songs. And Reba's oh, like, I only have two songs. Well, Dolly's here unexpectedly, and she said, you can have both my songs. <laughs> good call. So she was just good on the yeah. couch, and uh, she's really a light, just she's lightly fun. promoting, you know, Big Sky. So anyway, yeah, so uh, Abbott Elementary, you won't be disappointed. It is a standout funny cast. And I feel like, you know, people are, you know, laughing feels good right now. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And of course, you know, tomorrow will be all about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Holy hell. All eyes on that show. All eyes on Mm -hmm. that show tonight, Julia. Oh, dear. All right. We're going to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julia. We'll be right back.